Recently, I was talking with someone who was labeling her husband as an addict, which is true. He's mm-hmm. struggling with sexual addiction. Um, but the label was getting broader and broader. I said, would you, would you explain to me when you call your husband that, as I hear you use that word a lot, what, what do you mean by that? She said, well, you know, and she started describing characteristics, really, of ADD. Mm-hmm. You know, well, he never finishes anything, and he can't remember this stuff, and he's so impulsive, and he has little empathy for me, and, you know, all, the, all those classic characteristics of ADD. And I said to her, you know, given the fact that I've done a fair amount of, of learning, training with brain health issues, I just... I didn't know if you were aware that maybe rather than calling these addict characteristics, they're just characteristics of a brain that may be struggling with issues of ADD. Welcome to the Faithful and True Podcast. We're happy to have everyone back with us today. We're here with our host, Dr. Greg Miller. Greg, how are you this morning? I am doing well. You're looking great. (laughs) Happy to have you with us. And uh, we are also very happy to have with us the co-founder of Faithful and True, Mm. Deb Laser, licensed family and marriage therapist, and really the director of Faithful and True and our our esteemed leader. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Whatever. She she, she has all kinds of titles that we don't always use, but... She, mm-hmm. she mentioned Queen Bee. I, I, I kind of like that no. one. Uh, Deb, great to have you back with us yeah, today. Yeah, thanks. I always like being here. Well, you have a, mm-hmm. a great topic for us to uh, to discuss today. Mm-hmm. Right. Greg? Yeah. Well, for those of you that have been a part of our podcast and are part of Faithful and True, it's not that it's a new topic. We're going to be talking about brain health. Um, but one of the things that Deb has done recently is gone back to get training specifically around brain health as a professional and has gone through a program through the um, Amen Clinic to get certified. And so, one, let's just start with why do we believe that brain health is important here at Faithful and True? Well, I, I would start, I guess, by saying something that I hear Dr. Daniel Amen saying all the time from his clinics, which is, um, if our brain isn't working well, we're not working mm-hmm. well. And we forget sometimes that our brain is like the engine of our car. It's driving everything, really, even in terms of our thoughts and our behaviors and our decisions. And so while sometimes we're trying to change all of that without looking at the engine, so to speak, and knowing what it needs, because maybe there's a part of it that's over-functioning, there can be a part of it that's under-functioning, and those are things that we actually can change. And I, I think I wasn't aware of that until Mark and I became colleagues and good friends with Dr. Amen is just realizing how important it was to take a look at this organ and figure out if there was something more we could do. Mm-hmm. When I, and Mark kind of modified what um, da- Daniel said in saying, um, if we're going to recover, we've got to get our brain to cooperate. <laughs> exactly. And um, if we've tried a variety of different things and nothing seems to be working and supporting our recovery and our sobriety, and we're not looking at our brain, then that probably would be a great place for us to begin to explore. Is there something in the way that our brain is functioning that is oppositional to our recovery? Mm-hmm. And I think Mark and I noticed that, you know, through the years as we became more aware of brain health and brought it into our one of the components of recovery for our clients is that oftentimes we would you know talk through and do a lot of the same interventions with folks that we do for everyone that comes through faithful and true and yet there were some that just 
seemed to be stuck and mm-hmm. they they couldn't seem to get well. And as we pondered that more, we realized that a really missing component was often some very necessary brain health changes that needed to be addressed. And so we started using our referrals to the Amen Clinic for scans and assessment and treatment plans um, specifically to help the brain function better. And it's amazing how that has helped so many of our clients really live um, with greater well-being. And, you know, even now, as I think of men that I'm working with, there's probably three or four in my groups that have participated and gone and gotten a brain scan Mm -hmm. because they are recognizing that there's these additional issues that are creating chaos in their relationships, in their professional world, and they're getting to the place where they're recognizing the need that something needs to change for them in order for them to be productive in the variety of different places, not just recovery, but in the way they do relationship, Mm -hmm. the way they are able to function professionally in all parts of their life. Yeah. I think one of the things I want to just say to our audience, too, right now is um, we don't get any benefits by promoting people to get well um, in terms of brain health or referring them on to get scans or whatever. Um, We just believe in it. And I was counting up the other day how many of my own family members, including myself, have had imaging done, and it's been eight of us. Mm -hmm. And so I have a lot of personal experience, too, which I think is why I get so passionate about this, um, is I've seen huge changes in my grandchildren, my dad, who was suffering from depression after uh, heart surgery a number of years ago, and and what I know is it can hugely make a difference for people. So mm-hmm. all that to say, we, we don't get any special perks for that right. or whatever. We just really believe that it's a, a very important component to getting well. Mm-hmm. So um, how did you find out about the certification? Um, what drew you in? Because I'm sure that it was a pretty significant time commitment. Mm-hmm. So it took kind of a prioritizing. So what was your process of beginning? Well, it's interesting because over the years, as we've gotten more involved with the Amen Clinics, I I guess I must have signed up for their daily emails or something, (laughs) because I do get daily emails about a lot of helpful stuff about mental health or brain health, as he would prefer to call it. Let's let's get rid of the term of mental health, which sounds like we all have a very big problem, and just just consider it brain health. You know, just like we have heart health and all other kinds of things we're paying attention to. Um, so anyway, I get these daily emails, and one of them just happened to um, re- recommend this new course that they were offering. And of course, as some of you may know, as licensed therapist position that I'm in, I have to uh, acquire uh, you know so many CEUs every few years. And this happened to meet that requirement for a whole two years. Right. And I thought, whoa, that's a real win-win. And <laughs> yes. so, and you know, uh, I, to be honest, I, I've always wanted to do something that would be really helpful. And instead of just getting her done with these CEUs is to really go after something in depth. And so uh, that's, that's what led me to sign up for the course. Well, and I think that idea of, and, and it's true, all of us in various ways seek opportunities to further our our training, our development. Mm -hmm. Um, And so to have something that you have passion about and are really interested in and have a history in and combine that with training that you're doing professionally can be very helpful. Yeah. Um, You know, you've been doing this for a while and you and Mark have talked to a lot of people. Um, What are clients' response when you start talking to them about brain health? You know, I think for them, there's a couple of responses that I get. One, one is um, 
usually a great amount of excitement just in hearing new information. A good example of that was recently I was talking with someone who was labeling her husband as an addict, which is true. He's Mm -hmm. struggling with sexual addiction. Um, But the label was getting broader and broader. I said, "Would would you explain to me when you call your husband that, as I hear you use that word a lot, what what do you mean by that? She said, well, you know, and she started describing characteristics, really, of ADD. Mm-hmm. You know, well, he never finishes anything, and he can't remember this stuff, and he's so impulsive, and he has little empathy for me, and, you know, all, the, all those classic characteristics of ADD. And I said to her, you know, given the fact that I've done a fair amount of of learning training with brain health issues. I just, I didn't know if you were aware that maybe rather than calling these addict characteristics, they're just characteristics of a brain that may be struggling with issues of ADD. And so when we talk through that, she goes, that, you know, that's really interesting. And she goes, and I, when I think about it, that's been an issue for a long, long time. And I said, well, I think it's just good rather than you know, for those of us who are in relationship with someone struggling with something like sexual addiction, to be careful about not naming everything we don't like about their behavior as associated with that. Mm-hmm. And so that was a great example, I think, of someone who really appreciated the thought that maybe there is some other things we want to look at here because he's working very hard in his recovery for sex addiction. And it could be without some help with some of this other brain health stuff that won't change a whole right. lot, you know? So well, What's also true is sometimes we don't recognize how whatever our brain health is, is influencing our relationships. Mm-hmm. So if I'm struggling with a lot of anxiety, and that can be one of the things I struggle with, I naturally bring that into my marriage and my other relationships. And so if it's untreated, it's unacknowledged, then it makes perfect sense that it's going to be disruptive to that relationship. Same thing with depression. And so ADHD would be the very same thing where I'm bringing it into my relationships and, you know, it's impacting my spouse or my children, but Mm -hmm. we we may not have a way to talk about it. We just know that it's disruptive. So even to have a new way to talk about it that doesn't maybe have a message of shame can be very helpful and healing for a family. Mm -hmm. And you're exactly right, Greg, that I mean, when we think about all the people that we have served here at Faithful and True, there are very few that haven't come in with some kind of brain health issue that couldn't be improved. You know, like you say, whether it's anxiety, depression, OCD, ADD, um, all those issues come from a brain that could be supported in some different ways and changed. Mm -hmm. And they absolutely play a role in what our relationship looks like. Um, if you think about someone who struggles with a great deal of anxiety, that, that is an emotion that really is very controlling because it's very fearful. And when you think about control, then that's brought into a relationship. And then, I mean, I know how many of you can relate, I'm sure, to being told I'm a controlling person, mm-hmm. when maybe what is really true is I deal with a lot of anxiety, and I've never really had much help with that. Right. And going after, and oftentimes... That's old anxiety. It's not just about what current situation you're in or what currently happened, but it's something that has been with you for a long, long time. Right. So um, I think when our, our favorite thing is when couples can both go and be scanned because what's often true is brains marry a brain that makes them a nice puzzle piece. Mm-hmm, they fit right. together. And we often see that in our 
clients as well, is that we have someone, for instance, who may struggle with some of the ADD or ADHD characteristics of lack of detail, follow-through, organization, those things. And they're married to someone who is overly focused on those things, very responsible, can always manage a lot of, um, you know, dual tasking and um, follow through. They're the ones that initiate for all the things that get done. And it's not uncommon to see that kind of a couple in our practice. And so one of the things that I think can be so helpful is when we have imaging of our brains, we can actually see how that is happening. Mm -hmm. Our our brains show up and with the the techniques that they use to show us the pictures of our brain, we can actually see it functioning that way. And when I know for me, the first time Mark and I both had our brain scanned, it just brought a lot of compassion and understanding and empathy for why we are who we are. And that is a big shift from being irritated with why that brain, because it's different than mine, and I really want to change it to be like mine. That's generally what we want to do. Um, We now can understand that, you know, we've been given different brains or we've developed them through our life experiences. And there's probably a reason why we've come together in some sense to be helpful to each other. You know, there's a a principle where I believe that a lot of times what attracts us to our spouse initially can be the thing that eventually drives us crazy. So I heard Mark talk about, you know, the um, very um, focused brain marries the spontaneous brain. And initially, that's fun and exciting, but in time, I begin to resent what is different from my spouse from me. And that's when we have to sometimes have support to see it more as a partnership. And a lot of times, we want our spouse to change in order to find balance versus us trying to find balance within ourselves. Exactly. And um, one of the things that I often heard Mark talk about, and I, I think is so important to hear, is historically and maybe typically when we think about brain health, we immediately go to medication. And medication absolutely can be a needed part of the, the treatment. And there are many other ways to approach addressing brain health. And having the, even a holistic approach to understanding these are the things that affect my brain. And one of the things I appreciate about um, Dr. Amen being a part of and influencing our work here is that recognition that brain health isn't stagnant. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't know even where I learned it, but this sense that my brain was this stagnant thing, it was just what it is, and it couldn't be improved. And so mm-hmm. the information I've gotten recently that says, well, actually, you can take care of your brain in a way that improves its health that will then increase its functioning. Yeah, that's absolutely true, Greg, that, you know, really um, in early days of psychology, that was the belief, you know, that we were who we were at birth and we would never be different. And there wasn't a lot of hope in that Mm -hmm. in terms of some of the struggles that people had. And, you know, you can hear older generations even talk like that, like, oh, you know, it's always been like that in our family. Um, You know, I remember um, talks about my grandmother always, well, she had issues with her nerves, you know. And I've come to know now that that was that was really about anxiety. And it turns out my dad has struggled with that some and my kids and myself. And so it makes sense that, you know, we actually can change that and have by getting some different support. Right. And, um, one of the things I have loved about my certification class, I know I can really get going. We only get to talk for 20 minutes or something, (laughs) but, 
um, is the fact that over the last decade or so, um, the Amen Clinics anyway, and I hope other psychiatrists too, are looking at the brain from multi-dimensions. And I know Daniel looks at it from psychological, biological, social, and spiritual in terms of what all we can do to improve our brain health. And it can be that after trying many of those ways to support our brain health, oh, nutritional, that mm -hmm. was also another one, that um, we might additionally want or need some medication. But that is not the first focus of what his practice is. Right. Yeah. And, and when you say nutritional, yeah. because we're big fan, fans in our household of Dr. Amen as well, mm -hmm. and what my wife has gotten me totally hooked on is his recommendations for supplements. Yes. And natural supplements, mm -hmm. uh, even to the point of uh, we order his supplements uh, from his website, and she has me taking a magnesium tablet at bedtime, mm -hmm. and I am sleeping so much better because I have this magnesium in my system, mm -hmm. you know, but he's got so many things that promote a uh, healthy brain, yes. you know, and I never thought of the supplements the nutri nutritional side mm -hmm. of what we can do to help ourselves, yeah, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, and he's, uh, he's brilliant when it comes to yeah. those recommendations. And, you know, it's lovely to know that a psychiatrist is doing something other than trying to figure out what medication we need. In right. fact, that's his last choice really mm -hmm. to treat mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, things like exercise. I mean, I, we know we are supposed to do that to be stronger and whatever, but did we really realize that it sends a lot more oxygen to our brains mm -hmm. and helps many of the functions of our brains as well? And so meditation is another one that he's done a lot of research on and is very interesting. I know Mark used that a fair amount in teaching the men that learning how to slow down and meditate was a huge, um, made a huge shift in terms of their brain chemistry. And so, you know how often we're talking about that. Our whole world is in this hurried pace. And I think sometimes slowing down is one of the hardest things right. to work on. Um, and yet it's essential to do some of the brain changes that we might want to see. Well, and part of it, too, is if we don't understand the detrimental effects of busyness on our brain, and we just, this is the way that it is, and there, it, it's like, it, and it comes at no cost. Yeah. They were really not going to be attentive to needing to change. But when we begin to understand these various influences really do impact my brain health, and I recognize, you know, we've known for a while that smoking affects the heart, and, mm -hmm. you know, we can now see those warning. Maybe one day we're going to have warning labels that busyness really has a negative impact mm -hmm. on our brain and how our brain functions. Yeah. At some point, recognizing that it does come at a cost will be necessary for us to be willing to make the change. Yeah. And, and that's one thing I think I've, I've learned a lot in my certification classes. We can see how busyness affects the right. brain, and we might call it stress instead of busyness. We can also see how smoking affects our brain and marijuana and mm -hmm. ev everything, really. Toxicity shows up very clearly on our brain. And so, as Daniel might say, we can start having brain envy when we start seeing a brain that can change. And if we want to work on these certain things... The next time we come for an image, we might see it look very differently. Mm -hmm. And um, so it almost becomes a competition for right. ourselves. You know? <laughs> and, and with yourself. And with and, yourself, right? right? Not for anyone else, but just for you. Well, you've, you've kind of mentioned this, alluded to it. Um, what, what did you value? What was exciting for you in the certification? What do you take away from it? 
I think mostly, and I'm, I'm sure my clients are aware of this since I finished this, <laughs> I can hardly not talk about it. Yeah. And I mean, I know I'm a therapist and I also recognize there are some of these things that everybody could work on to feel better and to be a better person in terms of how they act and how they're thinking. Um, so I bring it up a lot, I know. And I just, um, I get excited when I look at the world and I interact with people and I think, oh, I, I love it if you could get some help on, you know, this issue or that one. I see a lot of OCD, um, obsessive compulsive behaviors in the world that really get in the way of people's lives. Depression, certainly. Anxiety, those are big ones. And, and then undiagnosed ADD, I mean, it gets in the way of people succeeding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want people to live better. And so I can see why this has been such a passion of Dr. Amon's for so many years. I was kidding with him the other day saying, you know, if I had another life to live, I think I would go into neurochemistry in right. some way because I'm I'm very, very excited about what it could do for all of us. Yeah. It's <laughs> so. interesting. I heard Mark say the very same thing. <laughs> yeah. That um, as he got more and more exposed to it, um, he saw the benefit of it. And you know, what's true is the more we know, the more we don't know, and yeah. the more curious we can become, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that really serves us. Mm-hmm. If I can just be curious about, well, how does my brain function? Or what what are the levels of blood flow? Or even how does it show up in my relationships? Then that curiosity can cause me to be open and also to explore and look for answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I look at it as you're now offering your clients an elevated level of the help that you give them. Mm -hmm. I mean, your certification is putting you in a position to them that you're offering solutions that weren't even available before Mm -hmm. because you're helping them address some of those brain health issues um, and and helping a spouse see, just like your example earlier of uh, a spouse's frustration with her husband and labeling everything his addiction mm-hmm. when it wasn't really his addiction. Yeah. It was his his brain uh, health issues that right. could be uh, improved, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So that that's really exciting for exciting news for those that you're working mm-hmm. with, for sure. Yeah. Well, and I would also say it's exciting for us as a team. You know, mm-hmm. one of the things that I love about Faithful and True is that we truly do work as a team. And so whatever our expertise is or our interest or our certifications, those come into our conversation. So Mm -hmm. you're kind of the voice that reminds us, let's be sure that we're aware of brain health. And as others get interested in an area or get certified in something, they bring that to the team. Mm -hmm. So it's not just your clients that will benefit from this, but we also will benefit to remind ourselves, to encourage our clients that this needs to be a part of their journey also to understand their own brain health. Yeah. And you know, one of the benefits of the certification is as a staff person here, any of us here can go and have our brain scanned at a pretty big discount. <laughs> and I often get it, but I think it would be cool if we all did that just mm-hmm. to experience, you know, when you experience it yourself, your level of excitement does increase. There's just no doubt about it. We could it. put it on the website next to we our could. photos. Yes. Yes. You know, here's Randy's scan. brain scan. Yes, notice, exactly. that it, notice that it's blank. <laughs> I have no idea. What, That's what, always what, the fear of like, what, yeah, the yeah, what, what are they going to see? He found no activity. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, Deb, thank you so You're much welcome. for taking the time to visit with uh, Greg and myself today. Uh, this is such an 
interesting uh, a new level of, of treatment and care and uh, knowing that you're bringing it to our staff and to our clients is, is exciting for all of us. Mm-hmm. One other thing I would say is for people who are interested in this, we did two podcasts with Daniel Amen. We did. So you may want to look for those or we may want to reference this you know, in the, the site, but to be able to know that we had a conversation with Daniel Amen a while back about brain health. So they can search that out too. The relationship is real. Exactly. (laughs) Well, thank you very much for joining us today on the Faithful and True podcast. Uh, We appreciate you taking the time. And uh, if you're a man who is out there and struggling with sexual addiction or uh, an addiction to a behavior that you can't control or can't stop uh, dealing with pornography or any of those types of issues, we are here for you. Visit faithfulandtrue.com and take a look at our men's workshop because we offer it every month and uh, we're here to help you. It's led by Greg, and uh, he does a marvelous job with that. Debbie and the women on our staff uh, offer the women's workshop, which will be coming up in February again. I believe it's February. Um, At any rate, uh, lots of great resources on our website. We've got uh, podcasts like you're watching here, uh, blogs, and our bookstore. Lots of resources are available for you. So until we meet you again, we thank you for joining us and we hope that this coming week is going to be a week for you that's filled with many blessings and with great vision.